0: welcome inside the horseshoe ladies and gentlemen in the aftermath of ohio state 56 indiana 14. it's a rapid reaction presented by Byers auto that's the 40 year bets in may that's andy backstrom fellas uh probably the most complete ohio state effort of the second half of the season uh so far yeah. um, really good showing by the running game the offense took care of business Uh, The defense did more than take care of business. I thought that it was one of the better defensive performances of the year, minus maybe one or two plays here and there. Yep. Um, But that was a thorough beatdown by the Ohio State Buckeyes here. Uh, inside the horseshoe. Tim, first thoughts after Ohio State 56, Indiana 14.
1: Well, you got to go with the, the exclamation point on this game, which was Cam Babb after all the surgeries, uh, the ACL injuries. He's had three ACL injuries ACL injuries since he showed up at Ohio State. He had one in high school. And then a setback, I think, with a meniscus tear. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, this this year, uh, feeling that little crackling, as he called it, in his knee in preseason camp, which ruled him out, yep. you know, for. Uh, up until now, he finally catches a pass. Not only that, he catches a touchdown pass from C.J. Stroud. Uh, really, the the icing on the cake here, as far as this game was concerned. Because what a moment for all concerned! You know, he's wearing that blacko jersey for a reason. He has established himself long ago as a as a leader on this team, a guy that people can go to and trust in, and etc. And to finally see him get that reward on the field uh, was pretty cool. Like C.J. Stroud went through the litany of players who've leaned on him. Meaning Cam Babb for uh, assurance, et cetera, through some tough times that football players go through. And not the least of whom was Justin Fields at one point, now playing for the Chicago Bears. But yeah, that's the that's the icing on the cake, along with the fact they went over 600 yards total offense, uh, got the running game in gear and then some. But
0: we'll don't. get to the butt. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there, Tim. Andy, uh, first thoughts from Ohio State 56, Indiana 14, minus the Cameron Babb situation because Tim just covered it.
2: Yeah, C.J. Stroud throws five touchdown passes. It was important for him to get back on track today. You know, last week with the winds at Northwestern, was only throwing 76 passing yards and actually rushed for more yards in that game, as we talked about. So for him to get back, throw for five touchdowns, I feel like you know that high has been Trophy race got back on track in that regard, and just confidence-wise too for this offense. Everything was kind of moving in the right way. There was you know a few drives here and there where they got stopped a little bit, but overall 56 points—you can't complain about that. And certainly for the top-scoring offense, that's the way to get back on track.
0: Yeah, I think this is—I might be wrong. I think this is the first time Ohio State's gone over 50 without a defensive touchdown this year. Am I correct? Maybe with Michigan State, they didn't—I don't think—I think they got the 49. So I think I, I think this is the first I wish time. I
1: looked that up for you though. Before yeah, we started.
0: yeah, we, because that is interesting. This Ohio State offense, you know, averages forty points a game, but yep. there, there just seemed to be something the last few weeks, Tim, that was missing from this offense. Um, well, the win, the win yeah, a week ago. The win good. certainly wasn't missing. <laughs> um, but Mayan Williams, fifteen carries, buck forty-seven and a touchdown before he exits with an injury. Um, definitely a storyline we're going to cover a lot <coughs> because in his place. Um, Dallin Hayden had 100 yards on the ground. Yep. Xavier Johnson had a 71-yard electric run that had me thinking he was actually just Barry Sanders in costume. Uh, that was Hop Cassidy-like. <laughs> I, I didn't get to watch him. I know you did. Well, I uh, just heard rumors. <laughs> so. I was
1: born in 54. I think that's when that run happened, but go ahead.
0: So, man, 54. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, back to the show. This running game, I think, is back on track, but I know Indiana's really bad. Defensively, they were worse than the Big Ten.
1: I think, but going here's into the game.
0: here's the problem: Trevion Henderson was in a walking boot on this field yes. during the game. Mayan Williams ended the game in a walking boot uh, because he hurt his lower extremity. I yeah. uh, don't know what it is yet. Foot, I angle, understand. By the way, leg. I
1: understand. It's probably an ankle situation for him. And yeah, uh, a little of us breaking news, but they expect him to be back sooner rather than later. Uh, whether it's by Maryland or not remains to be seen. Just like with Emeka Ikbuka, uh does appear that was a head bump situation when he got hit oh yeah he got popped down here got popped big time uh on that pass reception hung on to the ball but uh you know obviously took his helmet away and went under observation so but we'll see how what his situation is it goes forward
0: yeah andy the running game now is in a peculiar spot uh chip trainham from what i understand was a tweak of some sort late late this week um and then he didn't play Trayvon henderson didn't play my Mayan Williams didn't finish the game. Tripp uh, was already your emergency back. Now Mayan is questionable as of Saturday right for the game. Now you've got Trevion, you're not sure what's going on there. Dallin Hayden was limping a little bit, but he ended up coming back in, Was seemed to be perfectly fine. I think he just took one on the shin, literally. Uh, yes. So we've, we're at an interesting spot here with this Ohio State running game, for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, Xavier Johnson, though, Yeah, in, yeah, And he's that Swiss Army knife, right? They use in all different ways. and. A little bit of an emergency to use him at running back, but he came in the clutch. He had 71 yards zigzagging touchdown, as we kind of talked about earlier. So I think they'll use him if they need to going forward. But Dallin Hayden, it was important for him to get in. I think it was his first snap, scored a touchdown. And it was good vision by him to bounce outside and shoot up there for the touchdown. I think it was 14 yards. And you know, Ryan Day's talked a lot about controlling the ball, being able to take care of it as a running back. And that's something they're working with Dallin. if they get the confidence in him, and I think today was a good day to get some more confidence in him, they're going to need to lean on him going forward because who knows about Mayan, even if he does come back, he's had some injury trouble this year, same thing with Travion, and just not having other guys like, you know, Evan Pryor talked about, you know, before the game, not having him would have come to the clutch at this point in the season, even yeah. as a young guy. So a lot of injuries there at that position, and you need to get creative at this point in the season just to, you know, just to yeah. deal with that, and the other thing we we haven't talked about it yet is just they didn't have Dewan Jones today. Yeah, that I was, was getting ready to mention that. Yeah. yeah, something that we did not expect, that he was out, just wasn't ready to go. Uh, we saw him suited up and trying to make it a go but couldn't go, and instead we saw um, Josh, Josh Fryer yeah.
0: come in. Josh Fryer yeah. played extremely well, I thought, uh, yeah. especially I think- on a couple stretch plays there early in the game, getting Mayan Williams outside. Uh, Josh Fryer, guys, that, that, he's intriguing to me. Um, I don't think they'll reshuffle anything on the offensive line in the next two weeks, heading into uh, the game we all are, are getting excited for. But I thought he played really well in Dewan Jones's place, and he's the kind of guy you can build an offensive line around in the future.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because I picked DeWan Jones to be my offensive player of the week just to pick a, a lineman, and uh, because I thought he'd get some pancakes, whatever. Yeah, had against, a one in five chance against to him, <laughs> playing against. Well, no, I mean. I, playing against uh, his hometown, you know, his home state school. Yeah. Well, so did Josh Fryer today. I mean, he's yeah. from, what, Greenwood, Indiana or somewhere in those whereabouts. He's a little bit of a legend from over there, you know, back when he played in high school and stuff. And uh, so he got his just due. matter of fact, I think he and Matt Jones were at the point of attack on that that crack that, uh, on that third-and-one where Mayan Williams went the distance. Uh, that was a big-time play. You think, okay, they got this third-and-one stuff figured out, but as Ryan Day said, a few more third-and-shorts, Later in the game, left him still upset, scratching his head, wondering what's going on. You know, this team ran, like I said, ran up over 600 yards total offense. There are still some things that that they need work on. Xavier Johnson is heading for being the most valuable player, maybe not the most versatile player on this team. You know, the way he stepped in there and caught that touchdown pass in place of Jackson Smith and Jigba in the opener against Notre Dame, crazy. The way he was able to be a not just a competent, a very good wide receiver. And then all of a sudden, you know, we saw him at running back a couple of weeks ago. We saw him use some then. But now to step in there and probably, you know, they, they're going to lean on him a little bit because he's produced. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can talk about all these other guys who just always seem to be on the if list, you know. And uh, and I don't count Mine Williams in that group because Mine Williams, when he's in there, we saw it today, he runs savagely. He runs violently. He gives it his all on every play. They're hoping to get him back, definitely. And then Travion Henderson, uh, you know, with that foot sprain he's been dealing with, that toe foot sprain he's been dealing with, you know, we'll see where that goes the next couple of weeks. But Xavier Johnson, the X factor on this team, without a doubt.
0: Tim, I got something for you.
1: Okay. Purdue. I thought it was was a gift or something.
0: Purdue beat Illinois today to take the lead in the Big Ten West. Is that crazy? Oh, hold on. Xavier Johnson catches the game-winning touchdown pass against Notre Dame. Yeah, has a 71-yard touchdown run against Indiana, Purdue. If you face Ohio State, Xavier Johnson is the Indiana killer. Uh-oh. Beat Notre Dame, beat Indiana. <clears throat> Wait, what? See what happens when oh, he I'll does against where, Purdue. I see where you went there. yeah, that yeah.
1: was, was kind of like going the great uh, the Arctic route, you know. Yeah, or something. <laughs> but I see where you finally ended up. But no, you're you're exactly. Hey, they're gonna lead. I mean. That guy, you saw him, play, I mean, today, how many guys lined up at wide receiver and also lined up at running back for Ohio State today? None. Yeah, one guy. Mitch Rossi. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> good point. Tight end Mitch Rossi. And, uh, but but it gets back to that as, as, as I don't know, as over the top this offense was in so many ways this today, you, right, they still left here with a little bit of a headache. I mean, in, you know, in the about that short yardage stuff, so we'll yeah. see where
0: that goes. I, I did that earlier. Ryan Day said he was hitting his head on a brick wall, uh, trying to figure out what to do in those short yard situation. The easy thing to do is just throw it over the top of Cade Stover. That's what they did on the goal Bingo. line. Bingo. Uh, so let's pivot here um, quickly because we can't be out here all day, and it's pretty cold. Uh, the Ohio State defense, like I said at the top of the show, Andy, I thought it played one of its best games this year. Um, really didn't give up much of anything to Indiana couple of plays squirted out but I think you're always gonna have that. I mean you, you have that against max schools, FCS, like they are gonna get a couple of plays. Guys are on scholarship too. Um, you know Cameron Brown was mossed by a dude who was just six inches taller than yeah. him. Not really much you can do there.
1: I thought Cam Brown played well today.
0: Yeah. So Andy you are you're, you're kinda dialed into this cornerback situation. I thought the defense played well but there's still some head scratching stuff to figure out on this defense.
2: Yeah corners really interesting you get Jordan Hancock back, you have Cameron Brown back. And Cameron brown as tim was saying played really well today had a couple plays downfield where he made a play on the ball um, you know he was moss in the end zone there for that play but as ryan day said you know he didn't let that bother him he got back on track um, another player to think about in the secondary is, is lathan ransom just a great game hmm. he had seven solo tackles of one and a half sacks and then also blocked a punt which was huge kind of put the game away the game was already away but put the exclamation point On the victory with the touchdown right there. um, Hey, who recovered
1: that ball at the two-yard line? I can't. Xavier Johnson. There you go.
2: Xavier Johnson. So. Yeah, uh, the defense played well. Jack Sawyer is another guy who had a great game, two sacks, and you know he struggled a little bit in the last couple of games. He was asked about, you know, against Northwestern, there was one play where their quarterback, Brendan Sullivan, was running around escaping three or four Ohio State defenders. Jack Sawyer was one of them. Yeah. He said that's kind of kind of play that you think about, and then when you get the two sacks today, you're like, okay, that feels good to make up for that. So the defense played well, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, Tim, uh, you know, Jack Sawyer this week. Two weeks ago it was J.T. Tui while on the road at Penn State. Yep. Uh, last week it was just kind of I think it was more Teron Vincent. Uh, the week before Penn State against Iowa it was Zach Harrison. Yep. Every, you know Notre Dame it was Mike Hall. Every week they seem to be getting this kind of game from a different defensive lineman. Yeah. And you think to yourself, well, why can't they all just do it together? And it's it's a you know Teron Vincent's taking on a double team to free up Zach Harrison to free up Jack Sawyer. You know. This, excuse me, defensive line I think is working as well together as you're going to find a defensive line right now. I think that means great things going against a, a shaky Maryland team yeah. that, that, you know, isn't great up front and then going against Michigan where you're going to have to pressure J.J. McCarthy and keep him in the pocket. Yeah, you got to
1: hold sway at Maryland on both on both lines of scrimmage. I mean, the offensive line and then the defensive line have got to hold sway next week. You can't let Maryland – because Maryland is still a dangerous team from the standpoint of offensively. Yep. Uh uh, but, you know, that that will be key. But it was like, you know, and you, you know, another play today on that fourth down play where the quarterback rolled out, number five, of uh, the Williams kid. Uh, and all of a sudden here's, what, six – how tall is Zach Harrison? Six-six, six-seven? Six, pretty tall. Anyway, he's standing there and puts his arms up and he, he has to over, throw over Zach Harrison and overthrows his receiver who was open yep. for a conversion on a fourth down play. That was a big play too. I mean, but then you also have to couch everything with this. This was – one of the worst, if not maybe uh, – because I think Iowa's gotten off the mat. This is one of the worst offenses you're going to see in the Big Ten this year. You know, you've got to take that into account. But they treated them like that with the exception of about five or six plays. And uh, I thought that's what stood out as much as anything.
0: Tim, this team that Ohio State faced today was 3-0. Uh, lost their, their fourth game of the year. And I made the declaration that this team is the worst in the Power Five. Kind of played out today. Wow. They, they looked bad. Um, I, don't know where, true, though. I don't know where the Indiana program goes from here, but this isn't an Indiana program show. Uh, this is an Ohio State show. This is the Rapid Reaction presented by Byers Auto Fellows. The next time we're on this field, um, Monday morning? Unless we do a Monday show on the field, it will be November 26th. It will be what we've waited 364 days for.
1: Jumping um, ahead.
0: Saw a little preview of that with the snow globe atmosphere in here earlier uh, from Ohio State 56, Indiana 14. Two weeks now until the game. Uh, we're going to go to Maryland before that. Full coverage of that all week at We Or we cover the Buckeyes all year long. That's Tim May, the 40-year vet. That's Andy Backstrom. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the pra- to the Rapid Reaction presented by Buyers Auto. We'll see you back in the horseshoe on Monday. To recap this one, preview Maryland, and maybe take a little bit of a sneak peek toward the game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.